BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi guys, welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm going to keep today's intro really short and sweet because we have the incredible Nicole Kogan from No Bread, who has been on this podcast twice before. She is one of my closest friends here in LA, blogger. I almost said podcaster, but she's not a podcaster, but she might as well be because she co-hosts this one a lot and she'll be back a lot soon. She is an all-around badass who left the corporate finance world to start her gluten-free blog after she was diagnosed with celiac disease five years ago. Well, she was diagnosed when she was 19-ish, but she started her blog like four or five years ago around the same time that I did. And fun thing, today's June 20th, if you're listening the day that this comes out, and I started my blog on June 18th, five years ago. So five-year anniversary, really exciting. Yeah, before I ramble on and on, because I love talking to you guys oh so very much, I'm just going to stop myself because... I am getting ready for a trip to Sedona and running around doing a million things. Very excited that Nicole and I got to talk and that this episode comes out just a couple days after we recorded it, which is the way I like to do things lately. And the other quick thing I was going to say is that after being diagnosed with chronic Lyme just last week, I have kind of a whole different appreciation for the way that I want to focus my time moving forward. And while I continue to be so exhausted from the fatigue of living this Lyme life right now and the treatments and the Herxheimer reaction, which is things get a little worse before they get better once you start getting treated, I decided that I'm mostly just going to be having close friends on the podcast for now, for the next couple months. So you can expect to see recurring guests like Nicole and Rachel and other incredible people. Please send me recommendations. I have so many interesting friends who... Yeah, I'm just the reason I say friends is because like I didn't have to clean my apartment today for Nicole to come over. It's a mess. There's stuff everywhere. There's medication everywhere. There's unopened boxes. There's a whole 
like living room full of Hudson stuff and I didn't have to take a shower. We podcasted from the couch. Just makes life really easy for now. And ultimately, I will get my full energy back and I can't wait to interview all sorts of people again at that time. But today was really just a conversation. You'll probably notice Nicole asked me more questions than I asked her because she's the one with the more energy today and she's an incredible host. So very happy to have her here. Before we dive into the episode, I want to thank our sponsor, Sunbasket. So if you don't know about Sunbasket, Sunbasket delivers delicious meal kits right to your door, making healthy cooking easy and convenient for any busy lifestyle. So I can safely say I've been relying on my Sun Basket deliveries to get healthy food on the table, especially because this week and a half has been a whirlwind with my diagnosis and doctor's appointments and adjusting to my new routine. So something that I absolutely love, as you know, is eating mindfully. I think it's a very essential part of self-care and every single part of our life is enhanced when we eat healthy food. But a lot of us just don't have time to prepare it. We don't know what to make. We don't know how to start from scratch. Many of us weren't necessarily taught how to cook, myself being one of them. No worries to my mom and dad, but that just wasn't really a focus in our house. So Sunbasket offers 18 weekly recipes, including paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, and more, all delivered directly to your door. They take care of all the details so we can take care of ourselves which is what I like. So they make it easy and convenient. Everything is pre-measured and easy to prep. Their ingredients are organic, organic produce and clean ingredients. So, you know, if it wasn't organic, I wouldn't be eating it. So to get your hands on this amazing meal delivery service, go to sunbasket.com slash blonde and you can learn a lot more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash blonde for $35 off sunbasket.com slash blonde, which you can also find in the show notes. So thank you, Sunbasket. Thank you, Nicole. And let's go on and dive into the episode. Okay, guys, so today's episode is, is going to be fun. Maybe I've already talked about it in the intro. I'm willing to bet because I find myself like talking about someone in the intro and then I listen to the start of the conversation and I realize I've already said everything that I said in the intro. So that's amazing. I know I need to stop doing that. <laughs> so, so I'm here with Nicole. Hi, Nicole of No Bread. <laughs> I am back for She's a little girl talk back. today. Is this your third time on my the podcast? third podcast session? So fun. Yeah. I feel like they should be uh, like quarterly updates with they me. They should be. Actually, let me tell you my new idea since, oh, I love since this. we're here. And I've been meaning to tell you this. So because I have no energy right now and it's really taking me away from wanting to interview a lot of people that I had planned to interview and people that I had lined up, like super well-known doctors and yeah. that kind of thing, I can't do it because I feel so crazy. I have to sit here and just like talk 
to a friend, like I'm having brain fog. I feel crazy. Totally. So my thought is to just have friends on the podcast for a couple months, like recurring guests like you, Rachel, whoever else, everybody listening wants to hear. I love that. Because our friends are just so interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Podcasts are interesting. I I guess I should say not just our friends are interesting. Everybody's interesting. If you put microphones to their lips and they just start talking about their life. But if you think about us, like, so now the community has heard life updates on me and us twice now. You and I saw each other last week and within one day I had so much I had to tell you and it's been a full week. And now like we just as like way of background, I've been at Jordan's apartment now for about an hour and now we're ready to start podcasting because we have to just, I have to talk to her all the time. And so much life has happened since I last saw her like five days ago. So I'm down because you and I have like the best kind of relationship and the best friendship because we can talk about all the work in the world, all the serious stuff in the world, all the health issues. But then we also like, you know, every detail of what's going on in like my personal life in the best way too. Like when I meet a new boy and oh my God, we're now we're doing this or I have this date. So I always say that I'm an open book and I would love for you guys to know it too. So I know, I think my life can be kind of interesting. Maybe you guys will vibe with it as well. So interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Nicole's the best. So I know that you guys will enjoy whatever we end up talking about. We really don't know. Today we're deciding what we wanted to talk about. We decided to just kind of girl talk conversation so that everybody listening is just hanging out with us because that's the kind of podcast I like to listen to. Totally. Sometimes things can get a little clinical and that's interesting too to learn from people. But uh, we've just been over here asking the pendulum questions and talking about ex-boyfriends of which ours have the same name. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, I know. Um, And Jordan and I are the same person because we're both Libras. We're like three days apart, but mm -hmm. I'm a little older. And just like everything with us is the same. What else? We were just saying that something else is the same. I was like, oh, of course. Our attitudes are certain things. And the way the universe is bringing certain people literally back around in like this week alone. It's just very strange. Like you twice, me twice. Like things are crazy right now for us. Any other Libras feeling this way? Please let us know. Please tell us. I want to figure out do you know you're rising? I'm a Taurus rising. Okay. And I think a Pisces setting. Interesting. Yeah. So I went to an astrologer recently. Oh, and, yeah, you did. Yeah. And it's so funny because I'm always like, oh, I'm so balanced because I'm a Libra or I'm this because I'm a Libra. But everything he pulled up and he was like nailing my life to a T is he was like, well, it's because you're a tourist rising. And so I really don't even know what that means. My brother is a tourist naturally, um, if that's the right phrasing. And <laughs> sun sign. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what like, to really learn more about it because clearly that was what was coming up. Right. Um, But one thing we haven't spoken about earlier that I completely forgot to tell you was I met with a numerologist. Oh my God. And as we know, you are like queen 201. Yes, obsessed. So my thing with numbers, because I too freak out about numbers, I see 222, 333. By the way, we started recording just now at 444 on the dot. Did you notice that? I did. I was going to I always see clock numbers and people always say like, oh, well, I bet you see each time on the clock the same amount. You just 
noticed this more because it's like interesting. Like, People OG 22. love to say that right. kind of thing. And I'm like, no, because then I would think that like 936 was my number. So it literally is just this chronological sequence of numbers. Like, so today I was leaving a meeting late. It was a 9 a.m. meeting and it, you know, I wanted to leave. I wanted to be home by 11. I left the meeting at 1111. What are the odds? Also at that meeting, I met the CEO of Erewhon and I was oh. starstruck. Oh my full God. Full blown starstruck. I would literally yeah, I was literally, I played it cool. Feet. I played it cool. <laughs> What's that person's name? Uh, that's a good question because Not I like do, I'm going to go stalk them no, or anything. It, I believe it was something simple like Jack or right. Tommy. Be, the reason or, I ask is because I always wonder who it is because you know that guy that we heard speak at Mind, Body, Brain last year, mm-hmm. Paul Hawkins. Oh, he's amazing. Um, he was the original founder of Erewhon. No way. Okay. So now this all makes sense. So the guy who I met today is not the founder. He is the CEO because he was saying that Erewhon originated in Boston. And he gave me the whole backstory and it was super interesting. But I don't know if it's like spoiler alert or anything, but he was location scouting for two more wow. locations. Thank um, you. So... All of LA, I mean, every part of LA needs to have an Erewhon close to them. Having one close to me has changed my life. Even though we have agreed that the Santa Monica Erewhon isn't quite up to par with the others. That's the one where I was today. And I familiarized myself more. I mean, nothing beats West Hollywood. And I think I like the Venice one because like, hey, I'm single. And there's a lot of cute guys that are outside that Venice one. And I'm like, okay. But, and the Santa Monica one just feels more corporate. It does. So I do think that it has the same amount of great things. West Hollywood is above and beyond, no matter what. But like, it has all the essentials. I went up and down the aisles today. It has the essentials. It does. It's just a different vibe. Yes, yes, I agree. I've had to come around to it because I was so attached to the Venice location. Oh, yeah. West Hollywood. You and I, we fear change. We do. And I was like planning where I was going to live based off of Me too. the Santa Monica Air One. Yeah. And um, Jonathan and I were looking for apartments in that neighborhood right off of Wilshire. And then it opened and we were both really disappointed. Like, this yeah. isn't what I was used to. But I have to say, after going to it for the last couple weeks of being yeah, back, I'm used to it. Just like so you know, said. I feel good vibes from it today. And the CEO goes to that one. Oh. So what does he look like for all that are listening? Yeah, seriously. No, he's like... I don't want to be like, oh, he's unassuming because that makes him sound like just like plain. He was just like a normal dude. He's probably, he's like 50 years old, you know, gray hair, super nice. Couldn't be nicer, which makes you love a business even more. Couldn't have been nicer. Um, he was there with his son. I love it. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So for everybody listening who doesn't live in LA, who might not know what Erewhon is, even though I think a lot of you do, because a lot of you have been to LA yeah. and a lot of you follow people on Instagram who go to Erewhon, it's the best grocery store. It's healthy, organic. They have a hot food bar and a tonic bar that has just the best food that a health, oh, a healthy person can And all their nut milk is house-made and their hot bar, everything in Erewhon is crazy expensive. Except that hot bar, you get you know a plate of three things and a ton of it for $16. So it's like actually the best deal in Los Angeles. It's crazy. It is. And people like to give so much shit for it's so expensive. How how can you afford that? And I think it just comes down to 
what do you spend your money on? Because I don't, I, I don't buy a lot of clothes. Right. I, I don't wear makeup. I don't drink alcohol. So I'm not like hitting the bars and the club. Yeah, it's so, so true. So I think about it and I was kind of deducing it and thinking like the $20 that I often spend at Air One isn't being spent anywhere else. So I don't work hard for it. I think about that all the time because, you know, guys who are going to the clubs and buying the table, we're not doing that. And I, you know, it's so funny what you prioritize in life. Like I want like house made almond milk and, you know, certain things that you can only get there. But it is funny too, because as a blogger, I, so I track my expenses, of course, my accountants and I, And I was uploading my receipts into my receipt app because we're gifted so much free stuff. I really, like my cabinets are so full. You walk into my place, everyone calls my apartment the supermarket. So you would think that I'm buying all this stuff, but I I, we're just, you know, very, very fortunate and gifted so much product that I really shouldn't be spending any money on food. And as I'm uploading my receipts, it's like, okay, yeah, like my night out at Catch that hit the wallet a bit. But every day there's this consistent like $8 Erewhon charge. And I was like, oh my God, like my accountant is going to look at this and say, this girl just lives, breathes everything Erewhon. And I was like, if I just stopped going to Erewhon, I'd have like no expenses, but I'm not going to stop. Exactly. That's Because the <laughs> that's the thing is, yes, even though we're, we're sent a lot of food and products, it's not always the kind of thing that you want to eat for dinner. Or right. I think because we were talking about this before we started recording, it's so important to feel satisfied. Yes. And when I get into that mentality of, oh, I should, you know, I should eat this pasta because it was sent to me and it's at home. Or do I want to be satisfied and have what I really want sometimes, which is like buffalo cauliflower from Aeon or run out to the store to buy something different to make. So I think it's important to just do both. Totally. Eat at home, eat out at the places that you you love. And that's where we love, of course. No, it's so true. What I was saying about the numerologist earlier. Oh, yeah. So this guy's name is Jason Seagal or Seagal. And I met him at the Goop Summit. So he's clearly, you know, Gwyneth approved, which means a lot. It does. Um, Gwyneth is she's queen. the best queen ever. She, she's queen. And so I had 25 minutes with him. And I thought I was going to sit down and say to him, like, yo, I see two, th- 22, 333, 444. Like in those moments, what does it mean? Yada, yada. But really what he did was he was like, okay, you know, what's your name? When's your birthday? Ask like a few of those questions. And then all of a sudden, like I have this sheet and I'm framing all these different spiritual sheets that I have. It's so funny. Love But that. he um, just started doing like a freaking math chart. Like, and you know, when you're younger and you're like, how many points are in my name? N is 14. I is 12. Like, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. he was like doing all that. And he came up at the end of like five minutes of silence as he did this a full-blown pattern of numbers. And then he was circling and he was like, ah, you're a 12, 32, 48. And I was like, okay. So this is not what I thought numerology was at all, but it was so cool. And he looked at me and he was like, he's like, hmm, you were meant to write. You, You write, like you should be writing. And I was like, well, I'm a blogger, I'm a writer, you know? And I always tell, because I tell Jordan after every time I meet with anyone spiritual, every single person comes up to me, healer, whoever it may be, and will say to me, like my masseuse in Hawaii stopped halfway to say to me, like, you know, you were meant 
to write or you were meant to teach. And that's what I'm always told. And I was like, oh my God, here again. I'm like, but again, I am meeting with like the best of the best who are saying this. So I'm like, at least there's a consistent theme. And he was like, you, he's like, okay, so do you write? And he just started talking about like me and what I should be doing. And then he was saying too, he was like, you have this whole 50-50 thing going on. And how many times have I said, oh, I'm such a Libra. I'm either full gun ho out until four in the morning going crazy or I'm asleep by nine and I you ate a healthy salad. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's my balanced life. I'm a Libra. Meanwhile, it's like, I'm an extremist. And he's like, no, no, you have this 50-50 thing keeps coming up too. And basically everything that he then went on and said about me, he's like, it's because he's like, it's very rare to be a 12, 32, 48 or whatever those numbers were. I'm pretty sure it started with 12 and ended with 48. I forgot the middle number. And he was like, no, these types of people do X, Y, and Z. And he was like, you know, even with love, like you want companionship, but then you want that, like the guy who's going to make you work for it. And I was like, that's literally what Jordan and I were talking about before I got here, what I'm going through. And I was like, yup. And then, you know, with work stuff, it's like, you want that next thing but you got to embrace where you are currently. It's like everything all related back to these numbers. So in this form of numerology, I really learned a lot about myself. And that's why a lot of people have used numerology as therapy in the past. Cause I was like talking out some stuff with him. I was like, one of the things that came up and my parents listened to every podcast that I'm on. So love you guys in advance. <laughs> Usually I'm like praising my parents. They were saying that like, you know, sometimes your parents, he literally said he was like, your parents like, love what you do, but like, don't fully get it because it's a different realm. Like you've entered, he's like, in what you do, you're a different realm. And I was like, no, I completely get it. Like they're the most supportive people ever, but they also like, don't totally get a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about, which is like, cool. You know, like it's the way he phrases, like they love this for you. And I was like, oh, a hundred percent. Like they know that if my sister were to start doing this, they'd be like, what the hell is she doing? Mm -hmm. So like, they do love this for me, but I am in a different world. So I am misunderstood. And I do hold on to that misunderstanding. And I was like, wow, like we are really talking some stuff out right now. Like it was cool. It does sound like a form of therapy, a really good form of therapy. So he did that by adding up your name and it was my oh, name and a bunch of other stuff. So yeah, the way it was, I think, you know, there's must be some sort of sequencing that goes on, but like, so imagine, okay, Nicole is six letters, Kogan is five. So let's say he came out with 11 numbers at the start, but then he was like taking like my first and my third and drawing an arrow to my six. And then he came up with a new number. So it's a full so chart. There's a, oh, it's a full chart. Like I, I could frame this. have to see a numerologist. Yeah. It's That's really interesting. one type of thing I've never seen. And I've been so and interested. You are, because, like numerology. Yeah, I'm just obsessed with numbers. And there's such an interesting thing because so I told you we found the new apartment, Jonathan yeah. and I. Please same tell me building like as my parents. So here's the thing. We were so excited about this building. We've been excited about it since before it became available because we watched it be built. It's two blocks from my current apartment. So we had told the property manager, let us know the second anything becomes available because we want to be some of the first to see this building yeah, and to have a choice about, you know, which apartment number we want and which size and everything. So not blaming this woman who definitely, you know, has a lot on her plate, I'm sure, as the property manager of a new building, but she didn't let us know. So... This is why timing's crazy because I had been wanting to follow up with her and Jonathan was telling me 
you know, let's not follow up. Let's not bother her. The building doesn't look ready. We shouldn't have to be in a rush. So then last week got diagnosed with Lyme, as you know, and my mom was here and she was like, let's just call that building. We need to move you. You can have mold in your apartment. Like we need you to move. We want to move down here. Let's just call the building. So they answer and they're like, oh yeah, we've been showing to the public for two days. So we're like, oh my God, that's so exciting. But also what's left? Because this is like a prime brand new building like everything we want, you know, better still be available. So we rush over there. I made an appointment as soon as possible. And they had said, so 16 units are leased. These are the ones that aren't available. 201 was not available. And I had to go through this whole existential crisis in my thoughts of like, can I live in a non-201? Because I have only lived in 201s for for nine years. Whoa. And I, but I never, I never sought it out. So here's the thing that made it different. So we're actually going to be in 206, which I can say, because I'm not going to say our address, obviously, but 206. But that was very hard for me because 210 was available. So I, I was like, okay, I can work with that. Those are the same numbers, yeah, yeah. but we didn't like the layout. So I had a bit of an issue because I get so attached to things, such a reflector personality. And I was like upset. I wanted to point the blame of like, but you didn't call us. And like, we asked you to call us right when the building was available. But I started to think I've always lived in 201s. I've lived here for three years and I've never once sought it out. Like even when I looked at this apartment, I didn't even look at the apartment number until after I had signed the lease. Yeah, that's the thing with numerology. I feel like I was wanting it to happen too bad and kind of making it too much of a thing. It's going to appear 201 because they're your numbers is going to manifest itself into that 206. And like, it's going to be like, you moved in and you look at the clock and it's 201. It's going to be, those numbers will appear in some capacity and somewhere, somehow. Exactly. Plus I was thinking it's my first time living with Jonathan. Right. So maybe you have new numbers. It's new numbers for us, but then 201 has been everywhere. So I just hit 201,000 followers on Instagram, which I sound so funny even saying that because I'm not, you know, like, oh my God, yay on that. But 201 is It's funny because I saw you promote that and I was like, should she have told me when she hit 200K? And I was like, oh no, it's 201. Yeah, 201 I get it. Yeah. a big deal for me. And then today I was having like a super important conversation with Carlin, um, my friend who I hired to help me yeah, yeah. with the course. And she was like, can you even still do it? Cause you've been so sick and you know, what's the deal? So I told her my new thoughts, which is we're definitely still doing it. I just want to take it really slow. I don't want to have deadlines. I don't want to commit to doing it super fast like I thought I would. And she's like, that feels really right. I totally support that. We look at the clock. It's 2.01. I was like, look, this is confirmation from the universe that this approach is exactly what I need because it's kind of, it's like something for me to look forward to and put my energy into and focus on so that I don't get depressed because I can't really work as normal, um, which can be very depressing for, you know, people in that position, but also with no stress. 
because that's so important. Just yeah. no stress, no stress. So 201 was there, but that's so cool about, wild. yeah, about your numerology experience. It was so, it was very, very worth it and definitely something I want to like look into more. Yeah. So what else did you love at Goop? Tell so us for I, all of us who weren't there. Yeah. So I did that, had an amazing facial, the way they structured, oh, I liked this one. The way it was structured was that as a VIP, you could sign up for, there's like six categories and you can have three one-on-ones, but you couldn't have one-on-ones from the same category. So if it was up to me, I would have had three things in the mind body, in the mind spirit one. So I could have done like numerology, the amazing tarot reader, but I picked numerology because I had never done it before. So I wanted to do that, but I did. I took a little class on, because, you know, Jordan and I share a shaman, Shaman Durek. Um, I met him April of last year or May of last year, and he forever changed my world. And, you know, he and Jordan have connected on levels that I don't even know because he's just so powerful. And um, so there's a class about how to tap into your shamanistic power ultimately. Oh my because God. when I'm with shaman or even when I'm with you, I can I feel so connected. Like when I'm with you, I'll start like, rocking back and forth a little bit and like swaying. And when I'm a shaman, I'm like fully like clicked in and ready to go. And like fully, I can see my spirits and everything. But when I'm by myself, even when I'm meditating, I can't do it. And I think I'm just too in my head. So I want to learn like how to just do it. And the woman literally in 25 minutes, I, for the first time ever, saw my spirit. And I, what? yeah. And like, I could actually like paint a picture of her right now. She was coming off of a mountain. She was surrounded in yellow and she- And you're wearing yellow. I know. Yellow is my favorite color, which is interesting. And I didn't even know it was my favorite color until I've like recently acknowledged that. Um, I love that. But so she, all I saw was her face. She looked like, um, it's going to sound so weird. She looked kind of like Moana. Moana, Moana like grew up a little bit, you know, it was wow. like this like beautiful like princess and she like dazzled and sparkled. And I saw her face and all within that. And I was like, okay, maybe it's because I'm now with this shamanistic woman. And that's why. But now that I found her, like I've tapped into it a few times in the last few days since then. But it was really easy to do. So I want to really keep focusing on that. And for all those who like don't know me, I'm on the surface. You would never know that I have this spiritual side to me. because it's not something I ever really talk about. It's kind of funny. I, and I tell Shaman this all the time too. I'm like, I'm an open book. Like ask me something. I will tell you the answer. Like it could be graphic. It could be whatever you want. I will answer it. But on my own platforms, I'm not usually like that. But then if I come on this podcast, like I'll tell you whatever you want to know. If I'm with other people in person and I've realized it's because I do like to keep some part of my life private. But when I'm not on my own platforms, I'm like, yes, like my true followers, because I'm going to tell my followers to listen, they get to know. But, you know, I do like to keep that air of mystery to my page a little bit. I don't know. But so when people find out that I do have this spiritual side, they're all like baffled. But to me, it's like, literally my everyday routine is like wake up 15 minutes of meditation, go like I do self-care for like two to three hours a day. If I can, I have my Reiki, you know, so there is just so much. So I love, and that's the one thing I would love to be able to tap into more is like connecting with your spirit guides more. 
And like, you know, we'll play with the pendulum again in a little bit, but instead of having to ask the pendulum, because I'm, I've always been really, really intuitive. I've known that about myself since I was really young, but I didn't know that like that was different. Like I I just figured everyone's intuitive, but like I'll be eating something and I'll spit it out and be like, my body doesn't want this right now. Like to the core intuitive. So I want to learn to like trust my intuition more. Yeah. Because it shows like I, I really do have it. And there's just this, it's the same mental block that doesn't let me talk about it on my own pages and on my own platforms, but I can talk about it on others. It's like that same mental block. It's like, I don't, I know I can tap into these powers quote, but I don't want to because I'm like protecting myself because maybe I don't want them to like see my problems. I don't know. Right. I get that. I know I was thinking that because I pay so much attention to everything you post and I always love it, but I always notice like, we are, we're so different from each other. Like oh, yeah. my captions are novels and yours are like two lines. And yeah, I always I'm trying think to be like, like witty. Right. And I love it because they're always witty and funny. And I always think like, God, I should do that sometimes. Okay, but then I'm the opposite. And I'm like, you know what? People really don't know that I suffer every, like all the time from like my immune issues. Maybe I should get more candid, but there's something blocking me. Right. So it's like, I'm, I love what you do. But I'm like a compulsive oversharer. Like I was thinking about the fact that I was diagnosed last week. I finally know what I have. I've posted about it every day because it's the only thing that I can think about. Right. Like I told you, even if I wake up in the middle of the night, or maybe I was telling Carlin this a couple hours ago, but if I wake up in the middle of the night, like the only words going through my head are Lyme disease. Lyme disease. And it's like so freaky because it's obviously completely consuming my thoughts. So even Jonathan had said to me, like, you're kind of becoming a spokesperson like overnight. And the whole thing was starting to give me so much anxiety because that's not my intention. Like I'm not trying to be a spokesperson. Um, I mean, I, I would be honored to be a spokesperson for Lyme, especially after I've known about it for more than a week. Um, And I'm honored to raise awareness, but I don't want to be the kind of blogger who shifts their whole entire focus and content just because of something that happened today or tomorrow, which isn't true about the line. I have a page and now a career because I have celiac disease. So like, if if I was going to blog when I was... I started my blog when I was like 23, 24. I was 24. If I was to start this when I was pre-diagnosis, when I was like 18, 19, that's what it would have been about. But now look at me like, you know, my page is me and I have celiac disease and that's what started No Bread. So, you know, it's not, I can, it's how when someone becomes a mom and then their baby is on their page a ton. Exactly. It's like, okay, should we just not make reference to all of what they just went through with like pregnancy and all this? And should they never show their kid just so that they can stay true to what the brand was before? It's like brands are always evolving. It's like when I got Hudson. Yeah. And for a while I had cat mom in my bio and I was like the cat lady. But I think what's cool too and what's going to be amazing is you're going to showcase not only what you're going through with Lyme so that people who are in your position can feel it, but also that you're going to main, like you're going to come out on top and you're going to maintain a normal life while doing so. Right. Like, right. you know, 
the way I go and grab a latte with a friend, Jordan and I did that last week. So that's a normal thing. Like you're, you're the same person. So you're still going to show all that too. And that was like, I know when I started Nobre, my goal was to show that like, I'm, you know, I'm not letting my restrictions set me back. Okay. I love that. I like to think of it that way because I just, sometimes I feel like I'm such a, I get, it's therapeutic for me to share what I'm going through. So I sometimes feel like I share so much because I'm just like, needing people to understand and like needing them to see it. So they're like, oh, okay. She's not just making this all up or like her rash wasn't that bad. Because I also get these hundreds of people who still tell me, you're not actually sick. You just wanted to do a water fast because you have an eating disorder. And it's like, look, maybe I'm trying to show people now Yes, there's something wrong, but I also know I don't have to prove myself. So I'm just in such a weird headspace because it's like, this is me. I feel more myself than ever before in my whole life because I know what I've been dealing with for all this time. So yes, I'm going to share it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to raise awareness. I'm going to start a Facebook group for it, which I did, by the way. You should come oh, in. Because yeah, wait, I saw that. Yeah, it's called the High Vibe Lyme and Chronic Illness Love. Tribe. Um, just because I had that horrible experience in a Facebook group. Did I tell you this? Uh, no, but I saw it. I yeah. meaning to ask you. So um, for everyone listening who didn't see my story, I joined this Lyme disease Facebook group, support group for women. Um, Keyword support group. Yeah, support group, <laughs> which I was so excited about because I know quite a few people with Lyme, but there were 18,000 people in there. So I could ask questions. I could get support. I'm so new to this. So I asked, um, hey guys, I was accepted that morning. Um, has anyone done the Gerson therapy, which is juicing and this whole therapy regimen for people with illness and cancer and all this other stuff Um, or the medical medium, because I love that stuff and just curious to see if it's worked for anyone in their recovery. How big was the support group? Was it like a legit like 18,000 people? Oh gosh, yeah. Um, So immediately, so I'm like getting ready, taking my time, not checking right back, just like getting ready to pick my parents up from the airport. I take a look before I leave and there are 45 comments of like, you've broken the rules of this group. We're going to ban you. You're talking about a psychic and that is dangerous. And we are talking about medical treatment in here and it's dangerous to spread information that juices can heal you. And clearly you were just diagnosed because you don't know the rules and you don't know that that's never going to help you. And just like that was the nicer part. Like I was fully attacked. Um, Whoa. And it just shocked me. Did you delete your comment? Or did I you- did. No, I deleted my comment immediately when, when I saw that because I didn't want more hate. Like I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. Plus, they're going to ban me from the group. Like no sweat off my back, but whoa. Like that was crazy to see that there's a huge community of people who don't believe that the healing power of healthy food can actually have an impact on healing. And I definitely wasn't saying like, should I listen to the medical medium instead of my doctor? Like I was just saying on top of the traditional medications that I'll be taking, what do people think about celery juice? Like I thought it would be this great conversation. And Well, you know, what's even crazier about that is that there are some doctors out there, like the mega old school doctors who think that Lyme disease doesn't exist. 
I know. Have you heard that? And oh, like, yeah. it's a thing. So you would think that people with Lyme disease would be extra sensitive because against that kind of stuff, oh, against shunning ideal ideologies because, you know, Lyme disease by a certain community is looked down on that it doesn't exist. Of course. Like, so you would think that people in Lyme disease you know, appreciate all who are doing anything to support the cause. Yeah. And the medical medium who has, he has chapters on Lyme disease in his books. Like he's doing such good work. Right, good for it. Yeah. And they had said to me that the medical medium is banned from all Lyme support groups and fundraisers and all, like charity dinners. And I'm like, what? I don't, I don't think that's true. Also, like how unfortunate, because like you said, it's hard enough for people to understand, including doctors, like right. what is Lyme disease? Does it exist? Does chronic Lyme exist? Because a lot of doctors think you just take an antibiotic and the Lyme goes away and you're fine. Um, but that's not true. That's why so many of us have had it for decades. I don't know how long I've had it, probably a decade. It's crazy. Um, Allie Hilfiger's book that I just finished, she had it for pretty much her whole life. And also, I don't know if you've spoken about it before, but you know how Jordan's saying that you maybe have had Lyme for, it could be a decade, right? Or people with celiac, like I figured it out when I was 19. What happens? Because then it's like, well, why didn't you feel these symptoms forever ago? And same with me. And what happens is your body has a threshold. So I remember my first ever doctor... And he was a homeopathic doctor saying to me, like, he put his hand up. He's like, all right, this is your body. And then he took his fist and he was punching the his hand. He's like, you're pushing, you're eating gluten, you're pushing, you're pushing, you're pushing. Now, then his hand fell down. He's like, fist overcame. And like the wall, the hand was my body. And he's like, now, not only did you like take over your hand, but the hand is gone. And the fist has overcome. So now the celiac has just completely spread. So I had chronic hives for a few months before I figured out that I had to go gluten-free every day, 24-7 hives. And if I had this gluten allergy and all these intolerances, why didn't I have hives when I was 13, 15, 16, you know, my whole life? But it was, I reached the threshold and I broke. So now if you're Lyme, something happened, maybe getting mold toxicity broke your threshold and then the line presented itself. So to the listeners, like you might be having these small intolerances now, but it's important to listen to your body's signals that they might be a greater cause there. Like I always knew growing up because I was always sick that I this wasn't normal. Yes. But this kind of world of possible immune conditions wasn't out there or accepted. So I never would have thought like now if anyone has a baby and they're suffering a little bit, they'll be like, oh, let's get them tested for celiac. Like that's a very new dialogue. And Lyme disease, my first, the first thing I said to Jordan when she told me Lyme disease was, how were you not tested for Lyme disease before? I've been tested annually for the last few years. And I've never been tested in my life. Ever. Every doctor I meet with, and, and now I get it. My doctors are still on the East Coast. I'm from New York. So in New York, Lyme disease and not necessarily Lyme disease, but like ticks is a, an occurrence. Like Hampton's house is, I have cousins in Connecticut. So there's deer in the backyard. 
that's an East Coast thing. So all my doctors are like, oh my God, your symptoms are sounding like Lyme. Let's just rule out Lyme. But out here, like, why would you have Lyme disease? You know, so I get it. But what people don't realize is that now these ticks that carry Lyme are everywhere. So they're in California. They're in the Santa Monica Mountains. They're in the Palisades. And, and I hike is, a ton. So right. it's a good note, like reminder to just be careful. I know. So people in every state and also in every country have contracted Lyme. So yeah, there's still so many doctors who will say, well, you can't have Lyme if you've never been to Connecticut or if you've never been to the Hamptons. Right. Well, that's not true. Right. And I did spend a lot of time in both of those places. So who knows? Who knows where I truly got the Lyme? But it's it's been so interesting. So I was excited to start the High Vibe Facebook group for anybody with any type of chronic illness because it's a place to talk about wellness, spirituality. You can talk about mediums, get as woo-woo as you want and connect with other people. I mean, young people, old people, people who don't have it, but have like I put Jonathan in there and my mom, just because I think it's a good learning resource for people who, who don't really know what the symptoms are. So yeah. All right, guys, it's time for me to talk about Thrive Market. You know that I am diehard obsessed with Thrive Market. I just tore open an Eating Evolved chocolate bar that I got off of Thrive Market because Eating Evolved is my life. And I love clean, healthy chocolate. I actually just learned from my acupuncturist, Kara, who's also Nicole's acupuncturist, that we cannot trust where organic chocolate comes from some of the time. Sometimes there's heavy metals in the chocolate. She went to a whole conference about it. So I'll tell you more about that in a second. First, I'll tell you that you can literally get $60 worth of free groceries off of Thrive Market by going to thrivemarket.com slash blonde. That's thrivemarket.com slash B-L-O-N-D-E. And that is for $60 worth of free groceries. No strings attached. So if you're driving right now or not in a position to remember the link that I just said and hop on to Thrive to grocery shop, You can always go to the show notes of the episode later, or you can go to thebalancedblonde.com slash podcast, where you can just click on today's specific episode, which I believe is episode 93, which is nuts. And you can get the link right there. So that's thebalancedblonde.com slash podcast to always get those links. So anyway back to the chocolate thing. Um, Kara let me know that about chocolate and heavy metals often being in chocolate, even completely organic chocolate. So when you look into a brand, you always want to know where they're sourcing their chocolate from. And I trust eating evolved with my life. They take chocolate very seriously on the cover. It says chocolate is food, not candy, which is actually just true. Dark chocolate is a beautiful antioxidant. And I am so in love with the energy that it gives me and the way that it makes me feel. I get it off of Thrive Market. And Some cool features about Thrive are that everything on Thrive, so even beyond the $60 worth of free groceries that you'll get with my link, is that everything is 25 to 50% off retail price. That's because Thrive goes directly to the source, the brand, instead of having a middleman. So they're able to have those low prices and 
Everything's still completely premium, trustworthy, organic. You can search by category. So you can search vegan, paleo, kid-friendly, gluten-free, pet food, whatever it is that you are looking for, they have. So go to thrivemarket.com slash blonde, $60 worth of free groceries, free shipping, and a free 30-day trial to their site. Enjoy. And without further ado, we will head back into this conversation with the fabulous Nicole Kogan. It is, it's crazy, but it's amazing that now like these groups, the ones you're forming and other kinder support groups are out there because we all have to help each other. Like, I hope that someone listening to this right now could be like, oh, maybe I have celiac or maybe I should say, you know, I've gotten tested for everything in the book, but I've never been tested for Lyme. Let me go get tested. Yeah. Somebody told me today, I just happened to come across a message on Instagram that somebody said, I've never been tested for Lyme, but I have all of your symptoms. And thanks to you talking about it, I'm getting tested in July. And I was just thinking like, oh my God, that was me. And I didn't, come across, I mean, I think the most well-known person with Lyme is Yolanda Hadid. Of course, yeah. um, so I had heard about her symptoms, but they're so different for everybody. Everyone's symptoms will always be different. Exactly. For everything. So just crazy, but you can totally get it because you have celiac and like you said, you've built your brand off of it. So I was thinking the same thing was I never would have gotten so into wellness or yoga or anything. Like I'm tracing everything back to, I got into yoga because I had chronic pain when I was 14 right? and it saved my life. But who knew that I had chronic pain because of Lyme, like taking over my joints. And I've always said, if I don't do yoga for um, two or three days, I won't be able to sit down. I will be in so much pain. I won't be able to function or think about anything else. And my family always thought like, who is this lunatic <laughs> that is our daughter and our sister? Like she's nuts. But I mean, now it all makes sense. Totally. It's so crazy. Um, one of the things that Jordan and I were going to talk about too, because we always talk about like work stuff and you and I have spoken about, you know, we were talking earlier about how like our work has transformed. Now you're not going to be, you don't necessarily have to be like a Lyme disease blogger, but you're going to incorporate it. And it'll be interesting for me to see like, you know, what brands you continue to work with too, or even new ones that come about because now you're opened up to this whole new world of like different brands and products and things like that, that you're going to use also. Exactly. I know. I was talking to a handful of the brands that we both love and have worked with for a while to let them know Like I'm not going to be doing a whole lot of partnerships moving forward just because I'm not going to be working that much moving forward. But I told them like, you are so on brand right now because there are just certain things like probiotics, for example, that are a huge part of my treatment plan. Infrared sauna places, not like I'm getting paid by them, but you know, partnering with them to at least like talk about being there. You know, some of the really healthy snacks that we both love, things that are just so in the pursuit of everything that I'm working toward with my health. So I'm kind of in the process of just reaching out and talking to them all to let them know, I would love to continue working with you. Like I'm not going to be working with that many other people. So let's do some fun stuff because I'm super passionate about talking about what I'm legitimately using. Right. Um, 
but unfortunately I'm not in a position right now to take on everything else the way that I was like yes everything I'm always using and yes things that other people will find beneficial and yes active wear and yes you know the trips that we've both been on together 100% we need to plan another one once you're feeling better too exactly so just kind of like taking it slow taking it day by day and putting so much less pressure on myself but what would be your current brand partnership strategy? So I too have just been mega cutting back. So I've been hosting on a TV show called This Is LA. And, Which is perfect for you. Oh yeah. Built and for you. I just love the camera. And it's so funny because people are like, oh, do you want to be an actress? And I'm like, absolutely not. Literal worst nightmare. Like, cause I see what my girlfriends who are actresses go through. And I'm like, it's a skill that I don't have, but they'll say the same thing about hosting. They're like, oh my God, cause it's so different, but it really is like its own thing. And I love hosting. And like my way of background is like sales and I'm such a people person. I'm such a schmoozer. I'm schmoozer. I'm overly social. So I <laughs> love like hosting has that you component. Are. So I've been loving hosting. So the gig that I'm doing right now pays Nickels. I'm probably losing money because I have to do my own hair and makeup. So I get my right. hair done. Drive around. So, yeah, car. literally. So it pays nothing, but I'm doing it one to two days a week right now because I freaking love it. And I want, you know, I'm starting at the ground floor. And yeah, I'm doing my paid blogger partnerships to pay the bills while I explore this passion of mine. But I'm excited to see what opportunities start coming from that. But my goal from the start of the year was to just work with as few brands as possible and just ones that like I really love. Like you're saying, the things I really love aren't necessarily always paid for. So sometimes you just do them for trade. But yeah, it's so funny. So last time I did a podcast with Jordan, she and I got deep into Vanderpump Rules. It's our show. And I hope you guys feel our love on this. Like it is the best show. And I was so happy to hear from so many of you who listen that you guys love it too. People that I was thinking, you know, some people who I'm in contact with who listen to the podcast pretty religiously. I was thinking, I hope that they like this because it's different from spirituality and wellness talk. Totally. And some of those people shocked me the most of like diehard Vanderpump fans. Yes, a hundred percent. And that's what was cool too, because after our last podcast, the messages I got after from all the followers were, I'd say heavily skewed towards, oh my God, you girls watch Vanderpump. Right. And so many people had said like, oh, we can easily get Lala on your podcast or we can easily get the cast on your podcast. And I just didn't completely follow through because I've been gone for so long. So I can make it some of this happen now because you literally can. So right after our podcast where we like, you know, talked endlessly about our love for Lala, um, which we will continue. We will continue. We'll pick back up on that momentarily. I got this quote audition for this is LA. And so this is LA. It's a CBS show and it's a 30 minute segment. I have like a three minute clip each time I go in for the audition and it's for Rob. Sheena's ex. The Rob. And the okay, Rob. So there's that we very all heard few about people in this world who make me starstruck. I have met many a huge name. And at the risk, and I'm not gonna go and sound douchey by naming all the people. I've met many people that should have everyone starstruck. I literally freaked out this morning meeting the Erewhon CEO. Was like Nicole. Yes. I was like, Nicole, don't blush. Like play it cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Rob. And now I've never Rob. auditioned for anything either. So the whole like 
do this whole script, whatever. So I had to like do it for Rob. And I did it. And like, I thought I did well. And then he like threw me a curve. I was like, oh, try this this way. And thankfully I knew that from my girlfriends who audition often is that when they, they're, that means they like you and they're seeing how you handle direction. So I was like, oh shit. Now I'm like thrown off my game in front of Rob. And I said, do this. And I definitely got a little red in the face. Uh, but no, but anywho, so now I got it. So I'm a host on Rob's show. And I really don't see him ever. I'll see him, you know, next week because it's all field work. So we're running around LA featuring all these places. And if I'm a host and he's a host, we're not going to be at the same place. Sadly, I don't get to see Rob all the time. <laughs> but... Now I can at least get Rob on the podcast for sure. That would be and so fun. It is just funny because I will say I had dinner with friends recently and Jordan was obviously my first text. I was so excited about this. I had dinner recently with a group of friends. It was my friend's friends. So I didn't know anyone. I show up and uh, Robbie Hayes is sitting there from The Bachelor. Is that Robbie Hayes? I think so. Yeah, his yeah. Instagram name is I think Robbie Hunter and I think he's Robbie oh, Hayes. Yeah. It's something like that. And then... I know that he and Sheena are besties. And so and behold, lo and behold, Sheena came to dinner oh, and sat across from me. I die. And I was like, now this, I was like tripping out and she spoke about Rob quite a lot. I'll just say that. Oh my God. And she knew the connection? <laughs> no, I Rob? kept my mouth shut because it was a lot of talk about Rob and it was not in the best. It was more just like her heartbreak. Right, right. Because and like, she's probably, you know, and, him hey, so we've much. all been through heartbreak and we've all had that asshole. And I'm not calling Rob an asshole. You know, he's my boss. <laughs> he is phenomenal. But like, you know, she, he may be that person for her. No, she, I mean, she was clearly hurting. And I was like, I am watching an episode of the show right now. I, I literally was living it because Nothing even someone said to her, like, girl, spot. like, come on. Like, cause she was holding back on her emotions. And someone was like, her, one of her friends was like, just say it all. Like, we're not holding back for cameras right now. This isn't reality TV. And I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. Jordan is going to die. I died. I died. <laughs> so I went, I went home that night, went to bed, woke up and texted Jordan. Did I probably text you when I was like at the table? I was probably like, you're going to die. When I tell you who I'm sitting with. It made my life because I was water fasting. So I was living through you in every sense of the word. Oh my, you were water I fasting. Was water and fasting. I remember thinking, cause you were saying like, no, keep text. Cause I was like, should I not text Jordan during her water fast? Cause I don't want to like, distract her. She probably, like, I know how I am when I'm hungry. Like, I don't want to, I can't see, think anything. You're like, no, just like text me all the time. Like I'm bored. Like I yeah. want to hear you. So it I was like, oh my God, yes, she's going to live vicariously through me in it this was moment. Amazing. I can't wait. Oh, I love it. So we need to have Sheena on to discuss from her point of view, how she feels now. Yes, in her Vegas I, show. I won't be able to co-host that episode because oh, yeah, that'll be so a lot true. of talk about my boss and I'll just be sitting there like oh, this yeah, in silence. Oh yeah, but you have to co-host all the other Vanderpump ones. Well, I said to her, because you know, Kristen lives in my building. Yeah. So I said to her, I was like, oh, by the way, like the only time I acknowledged the show was one of your castmates actually lives in my building. And she was like, oh my God, who? And I said, Kristen. And she, it was dagger eyes. Oh, and God. she was like, you could have named of the 15 people on the show, you could have named all 15. And I would have been like, okay. And you named 
Kristen and because she her face went like Bleh. like it was oh, it was a look of like and I was like really cause in my mind on this current season they get along yeah so they I was do like, get along and she was like oh and then she said something I was like oh I really have no interaction with her like it's a big building I just know like I see her around with her boyfriend like sometimes I see the cast walking through because so you guys film there a bunch and she was like I'll just say this that's gonna change and I was like <gasps> that was cryptic I was like did they break up but no I saw I yeah, see the guy like they're still together yeah I see him Carter, Carter or like walking oh my the dogs. God. Yeah, that's hilarious. So there's some stuff coming for us. Yeah, there is. Season seven, I think they're filming. Um, did I ever tell you about the time that I saw the cast in Napa? No. Because it's so funny because we live in LA. I've been to Sir. I've been to yes. Pump. And I've never seen anyone like super noteworthy at the restaurant. I've taken pictures with Peter. I have always seen my Peter Max. is a staple. He's the one yeah. who actually works there. Exactly. Yep. And Max, Lisa's son, yeah, is he's always busting. there. Yep. Um, but I was in Napa um, two summers ago or was it last summer? either two summers ago or last summer for my friend Danielle's birthday, we were wine tasting and I was actually drinking. This was back. You have told me this. This was back when I would drink just like a tiny bit. And we're sitting outside at this pretty like under the radar winery, not one of the big ones. I don't even know how we ended up there. It was the end of our day. So people are like, very drunk. People are ready to go home. Um, kind of just ready to be like, we need to go eat dinner. People yeah. need food. And we see this film crew walking through the outdoor part of the winery. So we're like, oh, that's funny. I wonder if they're filming, a, you know, like an ad for the winery. Cause you never see that kind of thing in Napa. Right. And then we look and I start hearing people around us go, Hey, that's the Vanderpump rules cast. Oh and I was God. like, what? Oh my God. And my friend whose birthday it, it was, Danielle, and her sister, Michelle, the three of us are like diehard fans, just like you and Priscilla, all yeah. of us. So I'm like, Danielle. And Danielle was, I mean, it was her birthday. Like she had had a lot of wine and we were on a party bus all day. This must have been two years ago. And I'm like, Danielle, can you hold it together to go? say hi to the Vanderpump Rules cast because the whole entire cast is right there. And we're like, what is going on? We're not even in Los Angeles right now. So I go over there with Danielle and her sister and the whole cast was there. Well, not the whole cast because it was when they went to Napa for Ariana's birthday and then Stassi, Kristen, etc. were in the Hamptons. Um, so it was all them. And right away, Danielle, who had been drinking, is like, where's Stassi? Where's Kristen? And they're like, oh, they're in the Hamptons. But they were all so nice. Oh, Took really? Took pictures with us. Um, I feel like that's the nicer crew. Some were nicer than others. Tom Schwartz, so nice. He's like my actual Oh, he, you can crush. tell, yeah. He's my crush. I'm obsessed with yeah, him. Yeah, you can tell. Even though, But it's yes, so funny because my has- mom has seen like one episode of Vanderpump and she saw the episode where like he kissed some girl at the bungalow. And whenever I say Vanderpump, my mom is like, like that loser who kissed a girl and has a wife. Like, I know. That's like her one thing. So it's like, he is an idiot, but like he's, he's a an lovable idiot, idiot. But he's a lovable idiot. Yeah. And I just love him. He, we took selfies. I took selfies with him and Brittany and um, Danielle's sister, Michelle, was like, Brittany, I love your style. And like saying the funniest oh, things. Oh my God. And Brittany was like, oh, thanks. And 
so they were wild. pretty nice. The people who weren't that friendly were Jax. Um, okay, I can Tom, see that. Tom Sandoval. Yeah, he was like getting his makeup touched up, oh, and he God. was just like walk away. And Ariana was like iffy. Danielle, but that's like her personality. Totally expected. Danielle embraced Ariana in a birthday hug because they share the same birthday. <laughs> oh my God. And Ariana was like, not happy. Oh no. And the bodyguards were kind of like, okay, time for you guys to go. So me being the sober friend, I mean, I was drinking, but so much yeah, less yeah. than everybody else. I was like, you guys, we have to, we have to walk now away. Danielle's like, yeah. no, but we share a birthday. I want to keep talking to her. I was oh, like, my it's God. good, Danielle. We're, we're just going to walk away. What's so funny about this world is like, you could text me and be like, oh my God, I just saw Tom. There's a million Toms. But I would be like, I would respond and I'd say Schwartz or Sandoval. Exactly. And like Priscilla, so Priscilla from Coco Kind is literally my other reality TV spirit animal. Like she'll be like, would she, she texted me recently and was like, oh my God, how wild about Lisa? And I was like, Lisa, Rinna or Vanderpump. And like, yes. that's just how we work. Like I know, and it could have been like um, one of the many Lisas that we know, but I was like, Rinna, I know, I feel you. Like, it's just an unspoken language. Wait, what happened TV. with Lisa Rinna? I forget what it was, like a month ago. And I was like, I think it was like she saw her or something like that. And I was, but I knew what she was talking about right away. That's so funny. So Brittany and Jax being engaged. I know. What do we think? Um, I think the ring is beautiful. I think that she should have run a while ago. <laughs> yes. Oh man, you know what we have to talk about? You know how Reiki, like Kelsey's on it? Yeah. I don't like the way they treated her in the fina- in the reunion. I know. They so were I'm, all anti-Kelsey and Kelsey, keep doing up. you. I know. So Elizabeth, who was on the podcast, when this comes out, it will have been last week because um, she is how I met Kelsey. Right. Um, she's very close with her. And it was all so crazy because the way the season unfolded, if anybody listening watches, they will know that the production team really made it out to seem like Kelsey and Jax were having an affair, which couldn't be further from the truth because Kelsey is happily married. They're really trying to make it seem like Jax. That Kelsey was like a weirdo and Jax wanted her. Right. And so the whole cast And like Kelsey was was like like, hypnotizing him to want her. Right. And the whole cast was like, oh, that Kelsey girl like was obviously so obsessed with Jax. And if you know Kelsey in real life, then you know she's just an absolute saint. And she makes everybody feel special. She tells everybody that she loves them because she does. She has so much love to give. So... Then the cast was like, oh, F that Kelsey girl. I know. She's shady. And I was like, oh, hell no. I'm and also happy. with editing, we all see how editing works. They take like the moment to show. Like, right. But of course, even Brittany was like, yeah, I didn't know that the and Jax was playing situation it up. with, yeah, with Kelsey, with that she was like touching your leg. And it's like, come on. She's a Reiki master. Right. She's, she's sending it just shows her they don't know this world him. at all. My pendulum was a gift from Kelsey. Like she infuses so much magical energy into everything she does. So yeah, I had a lot of people this season because the season started when Kelsey and I were hosting a retreat together. So I had a lot of people reaching out like, wait, you know that Kelsey girl? What's the deal? I'm like, the deal is she's she's a unicorn human and they totally used her niceness and wonderfulness against Exploited her it, yeah. because she's not used to reality TV and right. why would she be? And I'd be the same way. I'm like, oh my God, keep me away. She probably signed up for one TV. episode thinking it was like a great 
thing to expose them to this. And then she to, became a yeah, plot line. to bring Reiki to right. the mainstream. Right. And Elizabeth, who was just on the podcast, was saying she has a lot of guilt because she she kind of like set the whole thing up and told oh. Kelsey, like encouraged her, like bring Reiki to the mainstream television. She well, Hey, she did. And she did. Yeah. And I think anybody who's open to the high vibrational way of life saw that in her energy. And yeah, like I told Kelsey, I saw a shift in Jack's when, oh, totally. when she was working with him, he started to see things differently. He started to... Because they were literally working together, like outside of just the show. Yeah. And she, he started to have more confidence in himself. Like even if he made up, which I don't think he did, but the whole job opportunity in Florida, he had confidence to actually do something Find other a job, yeah. than be a bartender because of Kelsey. And Kelsey did challenge him with like, is this relationship right, right. for you? But not because of her own motives. Like, right. And it's crazy. Totally. Just because she could see that him and Brittany were not, were not happy. They were struggling. Yeah. And I'm so happy that Brittany and Jax have worked it out. Happy for them because they seem so happy and to be honest, I don't think Brittany would have left him for anything, even if she right. never got no. that ring. Yeah. So she wasn't the proposal going anywhere. makes me happy because that's all her and her family have ever wanted right. in that life for her in this life. Even if it and, wasn't to Jax, they right. just wanted that. Yep. Right. And he seems happy. Like he seems like they seem he's good. turned over a new leaf. I think sadly it takes like a huge loss and like he lost her and then his father passed. And then you kind of, you know, I recently was put through something with my family where you realize that like life is so short and it's a freaking wake up call. Like it could be the most subtle thing, but like you just value things differently to every degree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. And he did have a huge loss and I'm glad that it impacted him the way that it did because it can definitely derail you or it can make you stronger. Totally. I'm just ready for him to be a guest on Tyler Henry again, the Hollywood oh media. Oh my God, yeah. Um, so that he can talk to his dad through Tyler. But it's also so crazy to watch go down. Yeah. Speaking of Pendulum and Kelsey, I've thought of a few more questions I want to ask the Pendulum. Okay, let's ask the Pendulum as on a, recording. As oh, but I wanted note. to ask, um, who's your current favorite character on Vanderpump? Character. These Character. are people. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> they are people. I'm trying to think of like which plot line I like the best, you know? Yeah. I think like, honestly, Jax. Because my personality is I don't give a shit. Like I'm like very blunt. And I think Jax is like very blunt. I think you're right. I think sometimes very blunt people are misunderstood. Totally. Like, because I'm not being an asshole. I'm just being like honest. I, know. I see him misunderstood yeah. too. And I think he's really misunderstood. And I just think that like... I don't know, people who like beat around the bush, like, like, I don't know, some of these people are like fake or not nice. And I, but I think Stassi's hysterical. I think so She's too. Like, I, I, mean, I love her podcast. And we spoke so much about Lala last time because, and I didn't even include her in this category of like, who's my favorite? Because that's just like the given. But I think Jax was a season favorite. I think so too, for me. And I mean, I'm a Tom Schwartz diehard. He's always yes. a favorite. Didn't love his behavior. Definitely no. feel him slipping into complete alcoholic behavior. Yep. But I want to save him. That's my personality. Oh my gosh, yeah. I want to save him. And I feel like he could be so spiritually in tune if given 
the access and the opportunity, kind of like Jax with Kelsey. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Kelsey, let's ask yeah. Pendulum a question. So what came to me during while we were talking is like, because I was having, Jordan and I were playing with the Pendulum earlier and I was just having trouble phrasing certain things. And ultimately my core issue right now is my digestion. And I feel like I'm holding on to so much bloat and I'm not going to the bathroom. And it's like, I'm anxious like no other. And I'm like starving. So, but to me, it's like, I'm holding on to all this anxiety and bloat. And I'm like, what is the cause of it? You know? And so I want to ask the pendulum, like kind of, I've narrowed it down to a few things. I want to say like, is the cause of the way I'm feeling because of diet, instead of asking about specific foods, like, is it my diet or is it my, is it love? Is it friendship? Is it family? Because I have like so much going on in each yeah. aspect of those things. So okay, I'm so let's ask. Yeah. So I'm going to put my microphone down so that I can use both hands. Yeah. So, okay, come closer. We can say. My microphone. Perfect. Okay, so hear it. Show us a yes. Okay, it's going a in a yes. big circle. Hear it. Show us a no. It's going Close in a horizontal side line. Side. Yeah. Okay, so hear it. Is the cause of Nicole's anxiety food related? Yeah. That's a big yes. That's a big yes. Okay. You're just saying anxiety, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, sometimes I like to stop or I say, in I would say the cause of my current, like, uh, oh, yeah. Digestive issues. Digestive issues. Yeah. Because that's like the root core. That's like the cause. That's like I, the mega thing I right now. I just said anxiety because it could be related to anxiety. Right. Um, okay. So we got that about food. So is the cause of Nicole's so, digestion issues family related also? Yeah. Yeah. Family related. Uh, stress um is the cause of nicole's digestion issues um oh my god it just wants to say yes because it always knows what i'm gonna say before i should i say it um yeah ask it okay is the cause of my digestive issues the new man in my life sometimes i like to ask it too just because i feel like it's connected to me and then i'll get connected to you yeah yeah i'll ask it too um are her issues also related to the new man in her life yeah. Yeah, that's oh, that's that's becoming a, a big. It's yes. a pretty big yeah. But not not to say there's anything wrong with the relationship. <laughs> no, not. no, it's, it's new, how new. I'm like I was saying to Jordan earlier. It's like you know when you're in a routine and I'm a little bit out of my routine because I'm trying to make time for someone else and I've been so focused on my self care. So now I'm like, oh, it's a self care and self care to others. Like it's like just a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling that way right now too. Yeah. Um. So then. So I would say is the cause of my diet. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is diet also a cause of her digestion issues? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to become big in a second. Sometimes it takes a second to work itself out. Yeah. But yeah. That's but big. So... That's a big yes. And I'll tell everybody listening, Nicole had asked me when I was in Sacramento to ask the pendulum some questions. Yeah. And I had a very interesting experience because... Not only was everything so on point with the yes or no. Oh, and it was all matched up with what my gut felt, like my intuition felt too. Right. But it also opened me up while I was doing it to this channel where I could actually, I didn't even need the pendulum to get the answers, where I just felt so connected to your body. Yeah. And... I just knew like no seeds. Yes, this. No protein powder. Yeah. Yes, this. Yes, mostly vegan, but yes, fish. And 
nut milks are kind of a problem, but you can make your own and you're all this and your stuff. Bone broth, it's like not helping, not hurting. Just yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know where, I mean, that's And even like down to like potato down. and no, but it's right. like intuition. Exactly. Also, you and I are very connected to each other. Exactly. Okay. And one more question is, um, would more uh, meditation help clear this anxiety and digestive issues? This is a large That's yes. a large yes. This is a large yes. Because I'm recently getting into meditation and I think I got to do it every day. Like I've, I'm good at, it's one of those things. It's like, I'm like, oh, I should go meditate right now. I'm like, do I want to, or do I want to watch TV? I'll watch TV first and then I'll meditate. But I want to put it like, wake up, meditate, like boom, boom, or like just have it in my schedule. Yeah. Just to prioritize it. It's so important. I'm with you. I think meditation is life changing. I've seen it change my life. I've seen it work wonders on my life. I've also seen myself not do it for six months because it's just a priority thing. And it's it's very hard. You have to make it a priority when you want to do it. Yeah. And quieting the mind is very scary if you have things that you need to face. So I think sometimes we also purposely put it off Yeah, because you'll be hit with like, oh shit, maybe that relationship does need yes. my attention. Yes. Something like that. So, okay. I think we should make a pact to meditate, meditate. both of us in the morning. I do seven minutes and okay. it's doable. I mean, obviously more, more is better or just yeah. as good. I was going to say 15. Minutes. So if you want to tell me to do seven, yeah. I'll do seven. <laughs> 15 is great too. Um, seven. The reason I chose seven is because when I did the celestial journey with my shaman in Ojai, mm-hmm. um, she does this like 41 day transformation and she had us meditate for seven minutes in the morning and seven minutes at night every day consistently for 41 days. And I just found that so doable. It's like you can get out of bed, even if you're running late or yeah, whatever. It's also, like, I'm going to Ojai soon. You still recommend that chick? Oh, hell yeah. So worth She's it. She's amazing. So some of the people listening can vouch for this. And if you guys are listening, just send a call a message and tell her how amazing Nicola is. Because I feel like so many people who listen to this podcast started doing Nicola's guided sessions mm-hmm. and have met her in person or in her Facebook groups and all this stuff. So, so many people can vouch for Nicola is otherworldly. If you love Shaman Durek, which you obviously yeah. do, you'll love Nicola. They work very differently, but um, she channels different realms. So she channels like extraterrestrial realms she channels she can channel past lives but it's not her biggest interest because she's much more focused what did you come away from it thinking or feeling oh my god first of all she taught me how to she's the first person whose face i ever saw morph because you know how yeah now i see shaman durek's face morph and if i'm super close to somebody like jonathan i see his face morph i see my facialist sadie's face morph And Nicola, that was the first time it had ever happened. We sat down in her beautiful office in at the Ojai Valley Inn. And um, it's not really an office. It's like just gorgeous. But I guess it's also an office. Um, And we sat across from each other and she was crying. And we actually knew each other um, years ago before she became a shaman. She had an almond milk brand called Almond Milk LA. That was the first brand that I ever featured on the no vegan. Um, I had had my blog for like a month and then I met her. Um, 
featured. It was the best almond milk I've ever had. I really wish it still existed. But she closed her company, super successful company, to completely just follow her heart and be a shaman and move to Ojai. Um, So we're sitting there. She's crying. She's like, do you feel our third eyes connecting? And I was like, I don't know. This was like a year and a half ago. So I'm like, I'm not really sure. And then we're staring into each other's eyes and I completely saw her face turn into an old Native American woman, really old, like a hundred years old. And um, I didn't even want to tell her because I was, I didn't want to. You didn't even know that was supposed to happen. Yeah, she's this young, vibrant, beautiful girl. And I didn't want to say like, hey, you have wrinkles all over your face and gray hair now. Like it was funky. And then I saw her turn into to an old Native American man. And then I saw her turn into something that wasn't even human. And I was freaking out. I was like gasping and crying. And I'm like, this has never happened to me before, but I've heard of it happening because my friend Tara from Elevate the Globe, Kundalini teacher, had just told me like a week before about this whole face morphing thing. And Nicola was like, of course, of course you just learned about it because everything in life happens. Right synchronistically. Um, and she told me that I was a Pleiadian alien from the Pleiades, which is like this whole other galaxy, which doesn't mean that I'm not me. It just means that my soul exists in multiple places. So like our souls are all over the place at once. And I have Jordan souls that live in other places that come in as like angels kind of to check on me. And she just picked up on so much stuff. And then the last time I saw her when Jonathan and I were in Ojai in like yeah. February Valentine's. or March. Oh yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah, your um, yeah than you. I know. I'm like, when did I go there? <laughs> she couldn't even read my energy because she said that my soul was so angry that she couldn't even read me at all. And I was so, I was like, what? I don't feel angry. And she's like, no, there is like a child inside of you who's kicking and screaming and yelling because like you're so sick and you're not doing anything about it. So she was the first one to tell me like, yeah. And she even said you have bugs crawling inside of you. Did she give you any like future guidance on like um, she would, if you asked, yeah. like she always, I think just focuses on whatever comes to her intuition yeah. in the moment. But if you had specific questions, she could answer them. That amazing. Well, yeah. we're going to Ohio soon. So I'm making that happen. Oh, you're going to love it. It's the best. Well, you've been there, but yeah, it's amazing. you're going to love her. Yeah. So wait, I had a final question for you that I was excited to ask. Oh, do you have a current favorite, like wellness, um, biohack in your life because I know that you're into sauna you're into yeah so much stuff um what wellnessy type things am I doing oh so I love um I don't even know if this is like a wellness hack but I've been feeling better on it I got this stuff from clean program it's like a fiber thing called move and just with someone who has like stomach problems all the time like it's been so helpful so I've been doing that. I mean, I love going to Reiki. I love, I do my saunas, acupuncture and cupping, of course. Supplement wise, I've been doing that. Oh, I love um, this. I'm learning more about Ayurvedic. So I'm doing this owl Venice cleanse right now. And I think it's been like 
really good, like really great. So I would call that like my biggest wellness tip right now. Just like listen, like hemp, hemp milk based smoothies, house made nut milks are just like the way to go. For sure. That would be like, everything I just said right now sums up my life. It, it literally does. Yeah. And Owl Venice is amazing. Amazing. Love the people who started it. Yeah. They're super sweet and they just live right here yeah. in Venice. And they sent me a vegan bone broth that as I was Oh, that's what I'm going to do tonight. Literally, I was thinking for dinner, I want like white rice in bone oh, broth that sounds delicious. with avocado. I'm going to eat the same thing. How that good does that sound? So it like good. came to me when we were talking. Yum. I know. I'm getting hungry. Because um, we said we were going to talk for 45 minutes. That and doesn't exist with us. That doesn't exist. So <laughs> thank you for being here. You're the best. I love you. I love you. And tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, so you guys can find me at NoBread on Instagram um, and www.nobread.com for my blog. But yeah, Instagram, social media is where you'll get to know me very well. Yeah. And Nicole will be back soon. Cause like I said, I don't have the desire to have anyone on right now who I don't know, which is just, that's just how I totally feel. save your energy. Exactly. Love we'll, you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode with Nicole. Please head to Instagram or my email or anything to let us know what you thought of the structure of today's episode, because I, for one, am really excited about it. I always just try to go with the flow, go with my intuition when it comes to how I want the podcast to flow. I was definitely in a routine last year where I was interviewing person after person after person that I had never met before. And that was awesome. I made a lot of new friends that way, met a lot of new shamans and doctors and crystal healers and people who I'm so pleased are now in my life. And at this stage, now that I've just been diagnosed with Lyme and I'm spending most of my days on the couch working from home or in doctor's office getting treatments. Um, it's nice to have people over for the podcast who I don't have to explain myself to. I don't have to apologize for my messy apartment. I don't even have to take a shower. And that's just the kind of place I'm in right now. So I love having people who I know well over to chat on the podcast, which really makes this podcast more of a conversation between all of us than any type of interview. And I'm not saying the interviews are going anywhere. I have some cool people lined up, some doctors and uh, other wellness related humans to come on all set up. But um, right now I'm just finding a lot of solace and a lot of comfort in this type of conversation. So I hope that you guys like it. Please tell me because this show is all about you, not about me. So tell me, tell me what you like. And I also wanted to thank everybody for the outpouring of love I've been receiving ever since I announced my diagnosis. You guys keep me going. It might sound crazy because many of us have never met face to face, but the love that I get from you guys in my inbox, in my comments, places that I see it just really brightens my day and keeps me feeling really optimistic, even in the face of something quite difficult. And it has been quite difficult over here. So a few other things that I wanted to tell you, join the Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook. Just type in Soul on Fire podcast tribe. I will accept you and introduce yourself. We have some incredible people up in that group. 
Also, I just started another group called the High Vibe Chronic Lyme and Chronic chronic illness tribe, which you can join even if you don't have a chronic illness or Lyme. Of course, it's just a place to discuss high vibe treatments, wellness, spirituality, how it all plays in to our health and whatnot, um, to our healing. So join that if you have Lyme or a chronic illness, or if you love someone or know someone, or if you just want to learn more, we can all chit chat and connect there as well. I started it because of the story I told in this episode where I was attacked in that other group. So that's why. Lastly, if you feel inclined to rate and review the podcast, I would be so honored and excited. And I will send you my blogging tips and tricks document for rating and reviewing. I will be so very grateful. So just send a screenshot to jordanatthebalancebond.com if you rate and review. And lastly, 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 Oh my God, what was I going to say lastly? I had something on the top of my head. See you guys, this is the reality of, of having Lyme. And it's not pretty, but it's real. And I think the more real realness that we share, the better. No, wait, it was lastly and it was going to be really good. Huh. Well, I guess it's not coming to me. So I'll say something else which is that my color today, since we always talk about colors on this podcast, is pink. I'm wearing a pink shirt and envisioning myself surrounded by a bright pink light. And I feel really good about it. And I feel like I'm healing and I feel happy. So thank you for being here. I'm wishing everyone listening a wonderful, beautiful, inspired and creative soul on fire day. I will talk to you all soon and be sure to check out Thrive and Sunbasket. Use those links in the show notes to get free stuff. Lots of free stuff and discounts. Love you guys. Talk soon. Adios.